It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. That's right, That's everyone. Right. It's Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got two. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Big day today. What a fun day of reactions we have and set for you. Um, let's start with our introductions. We'll start with Greg. The juice is loose. Mayor, welcome to the studio. Good night, everybody. Hope you guys had a good fantasy start to the season. Follow me on Twitter, BigOJ1, and on Instagram, Greg underscore OJ. The night and the week is not over. There's still a chance. Indeed, there's chances all around. We got tonight and tomorrow night, so lots of good stuff all around. Let's also welcome to the studio, Nick, you got pin-plandered macaronis. Yes, hello, good evening. Uh, this is Nick. You got pen flandered or flandered because I'll tell you what, uh, if, if you had a day like I did in fa- fantasy, you got flandered all damn day. Well, listen, I mean, nothing could be worse. I'm going to go ahead and call myself out because let's just go ahead and do it, get this over with because I do deserve a little razzing, Mr. You know, I know it all. And, you know, here we go. I even sent a, uh, I, I'll even start with, I sent a text to the group today. And I literally said, I know it's not on my Sunday program anymore. No fantasy shows. Because this is literally what I said. I said, hey, Matthew Barry, look at me. I'm the captain now. Or I'm the expert now. My bad. And completely missed OBJ inactive. What a dumbass. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I do want to start out by also saying... We are proud members of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, so please feel free to check out all the great merchandise at Belly Up. We're going to throw a link up for our merchandise as well, so if you want to get that great Christmas gift for anyone, I'll definitely take a towel or whatever. Um, I might need one after today for sure. Um, (laughs) Rob, I believe a... (laughs) Yeah, after that, big dolphin win, but we'll get to that also later. All right, so anyway, yeah, uh, again, check us out, please. We, we're definitely, um, we're happy. We want you also to check out all the other uh, podcasts as well. Uh, we got a great sports network. And check us out on Unhinged Radio at 8 a.m. All right, get through all of that. Let's get started. We're going to break down a little bit of what happened today out on the gridiron. I'm going to start with the Arizona Cardinals and Tennessee Titans. And man, this was an interesting game for sure. We had a lot of fantasy stars in this game. I mean, a lot. Um, You know, my number one uh, overall pick, my number one overall running back, Derrick Henry, was pretty much non-existent, unfortunately, today. But that was just how the game dictated. Um, Let's just start out. We'll talk about the stats Let's go with the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, 289 yards, four touchdowns, an interception, and also ran for 20 yards and a touchdown. Greg, you talked about Kyler Murray. Um, we, we talked about him a lot. You know, he we, number one QB. Or he was my number one QB. You talked about him as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on his performance today? It was outstanding, man. He was flinging the ball all over the place. Um, and 
he he was running when he needed to. So it was a great game fantasy wise. The kid looked good. It looks like he's going to have another big fantasy season. Yeah, indeed. And just an update, uh, Matt Stafford, I didn't see who he hit because it's bright-ass light in my face, but he just hit someone for a TD. So uh, Rams are up 7 nothing. Sunday night football. All right. Um, let's, talk, let's continue with Arizona. Chase Edmonds, 63 yards on the ground today, four uh, receptions for 43 yards. It actually was a decent um, day for him. Um, you know, it wasn't a stellar day, but if you hadn't been PPR, um, you know, he at least put um, some some points up for you. Um, it was interesting, though, that James Conner had 53 yards, uh, but let in carries. He had 16 carries where um, Chase Edmond had 12. Um, so that was interesting to note, although you saw, of course, Chase Edmonds um, got the reception with that. Now, again, let's talk about the receivers. Wow, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he was our guy. We've talked about him a lot. 83 yards, two TDs on the day, a big day for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, You know, obviously he was the guy you were going to start if you had him on his roster. But how about somebody, you know, might not have been rostered. Someone I know mentioned this guy a long time ago. It just was a while ago I mentioned this guy's name. Christian Kirk. 70 yards, two TDs. I should have just stuck with that. I forgot, actually forgot I even mentioned him. Uh, but anyway, great day for Christian Kirk. And why wouldn't he benefit from that offense? Yes, Greg. He scored more points than OBJ. <laughs> he sure the fuck did. Anyway. All right. Um, there now. I think the biggest um, note from for me from this game is how about Arizona's defense played a great game today. Um, five sacks. Chan- Chandler Jones with five sacks. That's insane. Um, had a pick and two fumble recoveries as well. So that was completely unexpected. Um, and let's also then talk about. Um, uh, excuse me. Then we'll talk about Ryan Tannehill since we're talking about their defense. Ryan Tannehill today, 212 yards in the air. He got a touchdown and one interception and lost two fumbles. That again was how uh, nasty the Arizona Cardinals were. Wow. I mean, that's a scary thought, actually. Let's just take the fantasy out of it. A scary thought, to, you know, to have. Um, a nasty Arizona defense with that already nasty offense. Wow. They have definitely ri- will be rising up in the power rankings when it, when those come out in the NFC. Um, all right. So I talked about Derrick Henry. Oh, and I, I'm sorry. Um, Tannehill did get a rushing TD as well. I forgot to know. Um, Derrick Henry, again, uh, he, you know, the, the, Arizona Cardinals made him basically nothing because of their offense, nothing their defense did. So that was pretty impressive um, for them. So again, it was it was an impressive day for Arizona all the way around. Um, AJ Brown still put up some points. He got forty nine yards and a TD, um, and Julio Jones got twenty nine yards. Um, Fersker, which was I think Nick's sleeper tight end, um, he got um, nineteen yards as well. And believe it or not, who led the Titans in receiving was Chester Rogers with 62 yards. So maybe somebody that you might want to target in your waiver wire, or maybe it was just garbage time. Who knows? All right. So that was pretty much the gist of that game. Juice, we'll start with you. What are your overall thoughts? And while you do that, I'm going to handle this dog. It won't stop barking. Well, <laughs> I was I was kind of shocked the way Arizona's defense handled Derrick Henry and handled that uh supposedly high power Tennessee's offense that we thought they were going to be with Julio and AJ Brown, but Arizona's defense did step up. They did have um I think about three or four turnovers and like Jason said, Jones had five sacks and I believe he had three sacks in the first quarter. So that's crazy. Um, Nick, any thoughts you got on the game? Other than the fact that I was dead wrong that Arizona can't play defense. Uh, we all were. We uh, all were. I apologize to the entire state of Arizona, their <laughs> fans. I entire. I also apologize to the moon because I said they couldn't play there anywhere. Um, <clears throat> I was wrong. Uh, it takes a big man to um, admit that they're wrong. And evidently, I'm going to be as tall as Ant-Man today because uh, I was wrong a lot. So, 
I had some hard answers. I had some hard answers, but um, yeah, we'll get into that later. At least my Steelers yeah. and Birds won today. Okay, yeah, let's let's move on. We'll get to our personal teams when we cover those. All right, we we have all we have a we got a while to, we can discuss that. All right, yeah. So overall, um, not quite what I expected out of that game. Um, you know, but I wasn't quite sure what I expected. But I definitely didn't expect that. Um, you know, I thought at least the uh, Titans would you know come with something. So and the Arizona defense was a big surprise as we talked about. So. Um, you know, something to monitor as we go forward in the fantasy season. Again, let's not overreact. It's one week. It's one game. Again, I've talked about game flow and things that happen. So let's not panic on Derrick Henry or Ryan Tannehill. Um, it's just the way things happen for game one. All right, Greg, we'll go to you. What game do you got, sir? I got the Chargers at WFT. Now, um, a lot, you know, a lot of a lot of experts and analysts are real big on Justin Herbert. He didn't have a bad game. He threw for three hundred and thirty-seven yards, one TD, and one pick. Eight, and he rushed for four four times for negative one yard. So, probably, you know, victory formation. So, nothing big. But fantasy wise, it wasn't sexy. It's like a you know maybe you got about nineteen points out of Justin Herbert. Eckler had about eleven points. Didn't do anything in the receiving game. But he did make sure he caught he he made um made a for it on the red zone, you know, getting that one TD. But my biggest surprise, who surprised me out of Los Angeles is Mike Williams. And this is Mike Williams where you get excited about and you're like, man, I'm gonna pick him up off the waiver wire. I'm gonna put him in my starting lineup. The dude had, you know, 82 yards and a TD. So that's nice. 14. You don't, you know, something you could put in your flex. But the thing with Mike Williams, he'll have these highs and then he'll have these lows. So Chargers, you know, on the Chargers side, it was a decent game. They came out with the victory on the Washington side. Now, if you had Fitzpatrick, be concerned. I know we'll probably talk to the, with the doctor later on this week about it, but hip injury looks serious. Is Ron Rivera going to pick up that phone and call Cam Newton, get him on the line because he's going to need a quarterback. Um Gibson had a decent day. He had 90 yards rushing. He also made it um, had 30 yards receiving. McLaren, probably due with an injury, only had 62 yards receiving. So Washington defense did what I expected, made it hard for Herbert. Um, Logan Thomas came through with a TD. So I talked about him a lot. I like Logan Thomas this year as well. So let's see what Washington does at the quarterback situation moving forward. Is, are they going to make that phone call and bring Cam in? But other than that, it was a good game. It was kind of like a sloppy game, but, you know, L.A. came out with the victory. For sure. Nick, your uh, thoughts on the uh, game? Yeah, I was, um, you know, I was flipping through the game today, and I did see uh, Heineke come in, and then, and I just assumed maybe they were just trying to get a spark, and then I, re- then I learned that uh, – um, Fitzpatrick had an injury and uh, Greg, you said it was a hip. So uh, due to the nature of the injury, especially at his age, he, he may be done. And um, Greg, you did bring up a good point where they might call Cam Newton. They might call Alex Smith only because he knows the playbook last year. There was much less of a learning curve. I'm sure that they threw in some new wrinkles and new things. Um, and I was actually surprised that they got rid of Alex Smith. I thought he played pretty well. Well, he retired. He didn't. He didn't. He, they didn't get rid of him. He he retired. He he, he just retired. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Okay, I thought that they cut him, and then he said, "All right, then then I'm done." So then, if that's the case, well, then Cam Newton could be your best viable option. Um, you know, I mean, they always could could bring in Tim Tebow. You don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, the disappointing thing for me. Uh, in that game, because I have him, was um, Keenan Allen. He only had 100 yards. He only got me 10 points today. And uh, Antonio Gibson got 90 yards rushing. Um, I wasn't too surprised the fact that Washington did have a, have a stranglehold on the defense, but I thought Herbert would have had a better game, and I thought that uh, I was hoping that Allen would have gotten in the end zone. But, again, it's week one. I'm not ready to jump ship just yet. Uh, give me till Wednesday, and then uh, and then maybe who knows. But um, go ahead, Greg. No, I was saying that you know you said Keenan Allen had a decent game. You know for standard leagues, yes, only ten points. But PPR, 
19 points. The man had nine receptions. So yeah. if you are in a PPR league, he came through big for you. So that's why I called him earlier this year. I called him the target monster. Whoever the quarterback is in, in L.A., they look for Keenan Allen. He's an excellent route runner. He's make, He has great separation. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. They look for him and he gets open. So nine nine catches for 100 yards is not a bad day in PPR. But he didn't get in the end zone, which is going to hurt a lot of people, namely me. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah, agreed. I will say, too, that, um, you know, the, the big thing that I took away was if you are an Austin Eckler owner, um, it'd behoove you to look at Larry Roundtree. He, it wasn't Justin Jackson. It was Larry Roundtree who was the spellback with eight, uh, eight rushing attempts. Um, he only got 27 yards, so it wasn't like he was killing it all over the field. But just something to note, as we know, Austin Eckler's uh, history um, uh, being hurt. And, Greg, you called it in the start of sit I talked about it this morning. I wasn't sure if I'd sit Justin Herbert, especially, you know, due to where – um, people drafted him. It, of course, depended on who you had below him. Um, but I, you know, I didn't. I wasn't go as far as to sit him. But you know, good call. Like you know, three hundred thirty-seven yards, TD, and and a pick. Um, so not a great day um, for Justin Herbert, especially for where he was drafted and the expectations um, as well. And yeah, you called it a Dr. Miller house call is coming for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, not sure what the extent of the injury is. Um, although I will have to say to Nick, he, it's not like he's 80 and he broke his hip and now he's going to the old person's home because you're saying he's done. But I, but I, I understand he's old and, you know, it, it, again, a hip injury, uh, might take him out, but, uh, might take him out for good, unfortunately, which you sucks because it's, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, he's, he's great. You know, Coop, uh, if uh, Fitzpatrick was a horse, they would take him out back and shoot him. <laughs> that was kind of like, <laughs> That's that was basically where you were sounding like you were going there. That's why I was like, I mean, he's not like dead or anything. He just might, he might have even just pulled like a tendon or something. Who knows? Yeah, but All his right. agent and I got, I got, yeah, you got, I got you, I got you. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll have Nick's game up next. Hey guys, it's Mitch Lopez, your local farmers insurance agent. As hurricane season approaches, is your homeowner's insurance going to make the cut? Are they charging you more for your renewal or even worse, canceling you? If so, I think it's time to put your insurance company on the bench and make Mitch Lopez Farmers Insurance your number one pick for all of your insurance needs. You can reach me at 407-603-7366 or you can follow me on Facebook at Farmers Insurance, Mitch Lopez, IG. Mitch Lopez underscore Farmers Agency, or you can check my website at Farmers Insurance Mitchell Lopez Jr. All right, Nick, uh, what game you you covering for us? Uh, I'm going to cover for you the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, this game was emotional. For me, just not in the stat sheet, but, you know, uh, near near and dear to my heart. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to throw off on the on the Buffalo side. Uh, he Josh Allen was typical Josh Allen. Uh, he threw for 51 times uh, and he completed 30 passes, 270 and, and a touchdown. Uh, and he also did some damage. He had 44 yards on the ground. 
so Pittsburgh, the defense did keep him in check. Uh, Pittsburgh defense came up with a total of, of 18 points. So they did their job. And I was actually worried because to the first three quarters, it was just all defense, all defense. Nobody was really moving the ball. And then Buffalo came out of nowhere and then started scoring. And then uh, Ben and the boys got it together and and they pulled up the uh, victory. Uh, aside from <laughs> Buffalo's offense, uh, aside from Allen, uh, Singletary got you 72 yards on the ground. Stephon Diggs had 69. Beasley had, had 60. They had 17 receptions between the two of them. So if you were PPR, they did okay. Uh, if you were standard, they really did next to nothing for you today, which is uh, unfortunate for you guys, but very fortunate for me. Uh, the best guy overall receiver they had was Gabriel Davis. He had two catches, uh, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Now, going for Pittsburgh, Ben had a very uh, pedestrian day. He only had 188 yards passing. Uh, he didn't really need to uh, because the defense put him in very good situations. They got they put him in, in short field. Najee Harris, and he only had 49 yards today. Uh, nothing new. It's welcome to the NFL rookie, I guess. And then Claypool had nine. Schuster had 74 yards. Johnson uh, had 9.6 before he left. He he left the game. He did have an injury, and he had a score. And Firemuth uh, had a nice one catch for 24 yards. Boswell had 11. And the high point for Pittsburgh's uh, fantasy-wise was their defense scoring 18. So, again, it was, it was an ugly victory, um, but it was a victory nonetheless. And for uh, Pittsburgh fans, we'll take it, but – if you're fantasy owners, we expect much better. Greg, your thoughts on that game? I'm kind of. I was kind of shocked at Najee Harris's performance. Um, I thought it would been a little. You know, he would have got the ball a little bit more. Um, but also, what surprised me was Stephon Diggs. I mean, he had he had 14 targets. So you know, Josh Allen was looking for him, but. Only 69 yards receiving. and I mean, nine catches, that's nice for PPR. Um, but And what surprised me, too, is that Buffalo didn't have Zach Moss available. And they really believe in David Singletary. So I want to see how far, you know, how that goes on along the season with Buffalo. But, I mean, like you said, typical day from Josh Allen, um, strong day. Um, I wonder if, you know, if Pittsburgh is going to, keep big Ben in, in here like this, you know, I mean, you got, you got some good young wide receivers out there. You got Claypool, you got Washington, you got Juju. And it just looks like big Ben is struggling, man. It looks like, you know, father Tom has caught up with him. So, you know, maybe they need to make that change sooner than later. Just mm-hmm. saying. Well, I mean, well, again, it is the first game. Sorry, Coop. Uh, it is, it is the first game. And usually you don't know what kind of team you are until about week three to six anyway. So let's just, Let's get the minutia of the game going. And, again, you can plan a game, but if your game plan isn't working, you've got to go with the flow, and that's what it was. Cooper, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're you're quite all right, actually. I've, you know, it's your team. I, I, I get it. I get the little you gotta, you got to bring it back from Ben. You know, hey, you're talking about Ben there. No, um, I actually – the funny thing is I did note, like, when I was – after I did my show this morning, I sit down on the couch, you know, I'm watching, you know, I got everything up. And I noted that the – I don't know if it was um, – I can't even pronounce her name, so I'm not even going to try. But one of the sideline reporters from ESPN um, who was there, um, you could see her wind, Her hair was, like, blowing in the wind a lot. And I was like, ooh, it might be a little windy day up in you know, up in Buffalo. And maybe that could affect the game, um, which maybe it did. Maybe that was the reason we didn't see a lot of offense today. But that that compounded with you do have some two good defenses. Bills had a good defensive day. Steelers had a good defensive day. Um, unfortunately, they were sitting on my bench because I didn't have faith that they'd have a good defensive day because um, it was Buffalo. So, well, you know, what are you going to do? All right, so let's move on. I'm going to talk about the Texans and the Jags game. This is a game that probably if, you know, a majority of you didn't have many people in this game um, and, you know, didn't think much of it. But it was there was a lot of interesting nuggets in this football game, um, not only due to the fact that, um, 
that the uh, Texans put it to the Jaguars. Um, but just there was a lot of uh, little intricate details in the stats. And I'm sorry, I was a little distracted because as I looked up, then the Rams just scored a field goal, so it's 10 nothing. And as I look up, Justin Fields is the quarterback. I'm not I sure want, if I that's a point that yeah, out. I don't that's a permanent change right now, but I just kind of caught it in the corner of my eye. So then it kind of caught me off on flow here. All right. So let's go. Let's talk about this Jags uh, Texans game today. Um, interesting note, it was a lot of garbage, but if you had Trevor Lawrence, 332 yards with three TDs, I mean, again, it was a lot in garbage time, um, and the three INTs he had as well. So at least he got you something, um, into the game. Um, what disappointing on the Jag side was in the running backs. I know James Robinson came in as a darling this year. Um, you know, now with the, with the injuries that happened in their backfield, but just, I think again, kind of think same thing with Derrick Henry, the game flow dictated else, um, you know, other things. So, you know, uh, he had five rushing attempts for 25 yards and 29 yards uh, receiving, um, Carlos Hyde actually ended up with more attempts at rushing with 44 yards and 14 yards receiving. Uh, DJ Shark, um, receiving-wise, 86 yards and a touchdown. Marvin Jones Jr., he looked great in preseason, still looking pretty decent. Like He's got a nice um, connection with Trevor Lawrence, so if he's still on your waiver wire, might be somebody you might want to be looking to pick up. He had 77 yards and a touchdown. Um, Chenault, um, very involved, seven receptions, 50 yards, and he had a rush for 19 yards as well. So, again, he's very involved in that Urban Meyer offense, even when it's uh, not looking so great. Um, and if you were interested in who their tight end would be, it's the Shongus E. I can't even pronounce his damn name. But he had six receptions today for 48 yards. So that's basically who they're going to have set as their tight end. If you're interested in the Jaguars tight end, maybe for a waiver wire. Um, so let's go to the more interesting nuggets on the Texan side. Tyrod Taylor today. I don't know where he was in y'all's rankings, but he definitely wasn't up in mine. 291 yards and two TDs and 40 yards on the ground. He had a great day today. Um, Jaguars looking like the Jaguars defensively. I mean, it just was not their day today at all. And we talked about this, I believe, on the last show or um, whatnot. I noted that Mark Ingram had the majority of the carries on the Texans preseason side. And today, that show improved 85 yards today. I think it was like 26 attempts and a touchdown. They fed Mark Ingram today. Um, Philip Lindsay, though, he also got involved 25 yards and a touchdown as well. David Johnson, even though he didn't get that many yards, still got a 18-yard reception for a touchdown. So all the running backs got involved. Although, again, the ground and pound, and truly the ground and pound, went to Mark Ingram today. Um, again, we talked about Cooks. Not much in the receiving core in Houston. So guess what? Again, had a good day, 132 yards. I mean, uh, and uh, Fahora Brown, um, not sure who he is, but he had 67 yards today. So maybe somebody might want to look at on the waiver wire if you're looking deep. But somebody, I remember them signing him right before, you know, the season started. And I was like, you know, this is somebody that, you know, it's always that guy around Danny Amendola, 34 yards and a touchdown today. Can you believe that? I just couldn't believe he popped out of nowhere um, and got a TD. So that was really cool. Uh, I was glad to see that happen. And again, a lot of interesting tidbits in this game. You know, like these teams or don't like these teams, they're garbage or not. They're still fantasy teams. So you still got some people to play. And there were some good tidbits today. Greg, any notes from that game for you? Only thing I'm surprised about on the Jacksonville side is Carlos Hyde getting more carries than Robinson. But all the big surprises was on the Houston side because we, you know, before, you know, when we started the season, we we're like, man, what are they doing in Houston? This is it looks like a total mess. Um, and the thing is, is like they they won the game ugly. It was real. It was a real ugly game. So Mark Ingram, I'm shocked. They fed this man the Brock 26 times. I mean, his yards per get carry were ugly. It's only three yards per carry, but that don't matter in fantasy, right? The only the yardage and the touchdown. So they fed the man and Tyrod Taylor, man. Like this Ooh. guy, everywhere he goes, he's a decent quarterback, but, but sure. always some kind of bad luck or some shit happens to him where, you know, he, he, he 
he's the odd man out. And Brandon Cooks, I mean, he made use of his targets. He had seven targets, five receptions, 132 yards. You know, Houston surprised me today. He really, really did. I, th- I thought they would win, but not in this fashion. Not at mm-hmm. all. No, no, no. Nick, any uh, thoughts for this game? Other than that, I was pleased as all get out that uh, the Urban Liar lost today. Um, other than that, um, I was surprised. I really, I was really surprised of how, like Greg said, it was an ugly game. But I'm telling you what, uh, I don't know about you, but I thought Houston would look like a real big pile of mess. And they actually looked somewhat decent. They looked like a formidable team. They may be that sleeper team that nobody thinks of, and that you know might might jump up and uh, and uh, bite you, you know where. But um, yeah, they looked they looked pretty good. I mean, you see see Amendola coming off the um, on the slant, and he caught it over the middle and took it in there. And David Johnson on on the on the wheel route. I mean, it was it was Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. They had a game plan. They executed and uh, kudos to uh, David Culley, first uh, head coaching uh, Stint, first game, first win. Give it to him. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Greg, what's the next game you got? So the next game I have is the Jets versus Ooh, the Panthers. Okay, I, I'm glad we're getting to this one. All right. So listen, 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 listen. All jokes aside, man, if we had this Sam Donald last year with the Jets, <laughs> we might have been a playoff team, right? But um, we had Adam Gase. That's the problem. We had Adam Gase. But Sam you know what? You know what I just want to say real quick? You know what we call Adam Gase when you get Adam Gase? I like that. But um, <laughs> Sam Donald, he had a good game, man. Uh, fantasy-wise, he had 21 points. 270 yards and 79 yards passing one TD. And that one TD went to Robbie Anderson, his only catch of the day for 57 yards in the TD. Um, Christian McCaffrey, come on, man. He was the center point of the offense. 21 rushes, 98 yards, nine receptions, 89 yards. If you had him in PPR, you had 28 points. If you had him in standard, he gave you 20 points. So, listen, that offense, you know, it's – around him. It's built around CMC. Now on the Jets side, Zach Wilson didn't have a bad day. He kind of picked it up in the second half. He finished with 20 points um, as, you know, as a quarterback in the fantasy points. He had 250 yards passing, two TDs and one interception. The big surprise, Corey Davis. Mm. Five catches, 97 yards, two TDs. Mm. 21 points in standard, 26 points in PPR. So that was the big man right there for the Jets. Overall, it was it was an exciting game. As a Jets fan, you got to be excited. Zach Wilson looked good. As a Jets fan, you're also going to feel bad because we had a good quarterback in Sam Darnold. So it was a good game. I like I, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I think what I my big, you know, um big overtake from that game was that Zach Wilson looked like he kind of struggled early. Um, you know, again, rookie quarterback, first game, deer in headlights almost. And then he settled down and he had a decent game afterwards. So you're right. Um, I think Jets fans do have a lot to be excited about. Um, but I think the Panthers as well, they look like a good football team. Like defense looks good. Um, overall, so you know, I like I like them. I like them going forward. And, you know, yeah, CMC, he's the man. What you go ahead. 
I started trying to figure out their names on their defense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better because they they look like they uh, came. I don't, Nick. I don't mean to uh, get to skip you on this one, but we're getting up against it. So let me go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll come back right after this, and we'll go to your next game. Ooh, that smells so good. What'd you guys get? I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce. Did you know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here? And we're taking a bottle home. I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this. This is all mine. And I'm already done. Wow. And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, real spicy, finger-licking good, check out Irie Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. That's where the licking is good indeed. All right, Nick, who you got for your next game? Uh, this was uh, <clears throat> this next game almost in a, in a tie. And if you follow today's game, you know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> it was the Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bumholes. Now, <clears throat> uh, everybody, this big surprise was everybody bags on Kirk Cousins. You know, Kirk Cousins threw for 351 yards today. He threw for Ooh. 351 and two TDs, man. Uh, sometimes Kirk Cousins looks – he looks like a supermodel out there, and other times he looks like um, the the girl you took to the prom and ditched half, halfway through. Um, he had a hell of a game. He had 351 yards, like, like I said. Dalvin Cook, very pedestrian. He had 61 yards. He did have a score, but he did have that costly fumble. So, I mean, if, you, if you're looking for a scapegoat, you could pin it on him. Um, Allen, uh, excuse me, Adam the Old Man Thielen had 10 targets, 9 catches, 92 yards, and 2 scores. If you have him in uh, PPR, you had a hell of a day with him, my friend. Uh, I don't know who this guy is, K.J. Osborne. I don't know where, who he is, uh, but we're about to find, find out. Nine targets, seven receptions, 76 yards. And then Justin Jefferson only had 71 yards on uh, five receptions, and he had nine nine targets. So uh, Cousins distributed the ball very, very well. It just – the majority of it just went to uh, Thielen, and the ones that did count, they go to Thielen. Um, that's all I have on that side. Like I said, in, that, in a standard league, Cousins got 25.5 points for you. Cook had 16. Thielen had 21. Uh, on the other side of the ball – Joe Burrow actually got some protection, which actually allowed him to actually throw the darn ball, uh, which was which was pretty nice. Uh, he had a rating of 128.8. He was 20-27, no picks, and two TDs. Um, resurrecting the ghost of Joe Mixon today on 29 carries, he had 127 yards and a score. And Jamar, I dropped the ball all the time. Chase got five catches off of seven targets for 101 yards and a TD. Nice Ooh. job. Nice NFL debut for uh, Mr. Chase. And then T. Higgins came in with 58 yards and a score. Um, it did end in in a Bengals win in in overtime. And uh, that's Tyler Boyd didn't even do much. He had 32 yards. So again, uh, it was mainly it was mainly sloppy. But again, um, if you had cousins. You had a big day. So just to interrupt real quick, um, you ever ever watch like a movie and get like this <gasps> that scared? <laughs> so I I'm, I got the game on and I now I'm down I'm up eight and here Henderson gets the catch breaks oops and he's almost he's like getting close to the goal line and gets stopped. Thankfully, uh, the Bears stopped them. The The Rams are going for a field goal now. Going to be 13 nothing now for the Rams. All right. Um, yeah, speaking of that game, um, it was a good game overall. Um, Jamar Chase, the most of his stuff, um, you know, came on that one long bomb, um, but it was a good, pretty play. Um, so hopefully that's more to come from that um, from that duo this year. Um, Greg, any final thoughts on one? Um, it was a good game, man. It was an exciting game to watch. 
Dalvin Cook, you know, was a pedestrian kind of day for Dalvin Cook because a lot of people either drafted him number one or he never, you know, if he didn't fall out the top, you know, top three. What I was surprised about, um, this K.J. Osborne, this rookie out of Miami, had more targets than Justin Jefferson. And the referees screwed Jefferson, bro, because I have Jefferson on my fantasy team, so I'm kind of tight. He crossed – I said he crossed the line, you know, the goal line, and the referee said didn't said he didn't. So that would have salvaged Jefferson's day if he would have got that touchdown. He had, seven, you know, 76 yards receiving. But, like, you know, like we said, Kirk Cousins, man – he he's not the sexy name for some reason in fantasy, but year after year he puts up numbers, and I'm happy for Jamar Chase and he fixed his dropping problems. You know the the kid the kid had a great debut. Yeah, um, you know the Joe Burrow look looked good coming back from the injury, so that was impressive. And we talked about Kirk Cousins in the offseason too, being like the Matt Stafford, where you know he's like yeah, you know, but he's still showing. Brad Stafford's having a decent night already too, so. Um, so there you go. All right. Um, I got another game here. How about the Eagles and Falcons? And if um, now I kind of say I told you so, but then I kind of not because I said it'd be a fantasy bonanza, but it was only on one side, which was really crazy to me. Um, Jalen Hurts, I told you in my t- week, 264 yards, three T's, no picks, 62 yards rushing. So a great day for Jalen Hurts. Uh, Miles Sanders, a decent day, 74 yards um, on the ground, 39 yards receiving. Um, how about Gainwell, the rookie? They seem to use him a lot. You know, we we you know obviously watching the game here, and uh, they were they were going to him quite frequently. Um, Devonta Smith, great game for the rookie, 71 yards and a touchdown. Um, Jalen Rager, still there, still doing great things, 49 yards and a touchdown. Um, Goddard, 42 yards and a touchdown. Zach Ertz actually had a chance, uh, really could have got a touchdown, but it was uh, unfortunately just they, he didn't hit him at the right time. So it was he had a he had a decent day, or could have had a decent day, uh, but he ended with 34 yards. And uh, Quez Watkins, I just wanted to know, they seem to kind of feature him a little bit too, so somebody might want to keep an eye out for on the Eagles. Um, again, on, on the Atlanta side, not much talk about Matt Ryan, 164 yards. Something to note, though, Cordell Patterson, like, they were – he was effective running the football today, 54 yards on the ground. He looked decent, like a decent running back, uh, which is really surprising, and then saw him line up as receiver. So that's interesting, uh, interesting guy to watch maybe. Uh, Mike Davis, 49 yards, 23 receiving. Um, you know, I said Matt Ryan, 164 yards. That was it. Um, Calvin Ridley, pedestrian day, five uh, receptions, 51 yards. Kyle Pitts, the darlings of all the tight ends, four receptions, 31 yards. Um, and uh, it was, I also wanted to know Hayden Hurst also was uh, mo- was involved as well with four receptions and 28 yards. It was interesting to me, both Pitts and Hurts um, both had the same amount of receptions. So something to note as well. Greg, any notes on that game? Shocking. Philly shocked the world. Like, I did not think that – you're going to laugh, Nick, but I was not expecting 32 points. And, Nick, you can't sit here and tell me that you were expecting 32 points from the Eagles either. No, Jalen no. Hurst looked like a true QB1. But, you know, and Jason, you went through all the stats. But the biggest surprise to me is how bad Atlanta's defense, um, offense looked. Like, you have Matt Ryan. You got Calvin Ridley. You got Mike Davis. You got Kyle Pitts. And you guys – didn't even get in the end zone against a secondary that even Nick says is terrible. So it it, it just, you know, like I, I wanted to say to beginning of the show is like this week one is kind of, it's, it's like weird. There's some things that like, like we're going to get to the next one of my next games. And, you can, and, and it's like this week one was real weird. Like a lot of weird things happened. Weird. Yeah, um, a lot of the away teams won. That was actually really weird to me, too. A lot of usually week one, you always go with the home team. Um, we're getting up against a little bit, so I'm going to go to you and go to your next game. Go ahead and bro. What's the next game you got? Green Bay versus the Saints. Oh. <laughs> I'm just messing with Nick. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, man, I'll tell you what. Um, no, I, I was surprised. I was really surprised about the Eagles' offense. Uh, it actually looks like, you know, I've been, you listen to the show, I've been bagging on the Eagles since day one. Uh, didn't like their, didn't, didn't like their head coach selection. Uh, wasn't a little crazy about Jake, uh, Jalen Hurts taking over the offense, but you know what? I'm going to eat my words. 
Um, again, it's week one. Uh, I'm not going to get all super excited, but again, Philly might be that that sleeper team in the, in the NFC least that, that might come up. Who knows? I know. I know, Greg. It's week one. I know. I know. But as a homer, I have hope. All right? That's all I have. Uh, but the biggest problem that when I was watching the game, because I was watching that game pretty intently, uh, the biggest problem on, on Atlanta's offense was they had a rookie left guard that looked like a swinging gate because Hassan Ridgeway last year had one sack the whole year. Today he got two. So uh, he was just – Matt Ryan didn't do anything. You know? And I was telling pre-production, I was telling uh, Jason before we come on, today's, today's schedule and today's games, it looks like half the team showed up to play and other teams just showed up to say, ah, we're here. So, you know, it is it is weird. And speaking of eating, uh, if you're ever in the Philly area, I say the best steaks in Philly go to Jim Steaks on South Street. Mary Jane will totally disagree with you there, but we got to get moving. Greg, what's your next game you got then? This is the weirdest game of the, of the, of the week for me. Green Bay versus the Saints. Um, Jameis. Jameis. Whew. Famous. Oh, this guy, um, quarterback whisperer is Mr. Sean Payton, mm. right? You, you, I got to give it to him, man. I mean, Jameis made one mistake the whole game, mm. right? And he didn't have an exciting – if you if you hear the stat line, 14 for 20, 148 yards. But he had five, five, five TDs. Great day, 31 points fantasy-wise. Kamara – 20 rushes, 83 yards. Kamara had three catches for eight. So it's kind of pedestrian for Kamara, nothing too crazy. But, man, I, all I got to say is I'm glad I picked up Jameis off the waiver wire. I'm keeping him there for security. On the on Green Bay side, there's nothing to see here. Nothing. Like, there's nothing to talk about. Aaron Rodgers, 133 yards passing, two interceptions. The highest rusher was A.J. Dillon with 19 yards. Devontae Adams, five for 56. No TDs. So I'm not going to, I don't know if we're going to have the famous words of Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, relax, relax. relax. Week one. Aaron Rodgers, sir, you after today are a cold ass honky. All right, Nick, let's go to your game. What's Nick, what game you got? All right. So we're going to get on a plane and we're going to travel on to Detroit, which was one of the freakiest, scariest games today for a lot of reasons. Here. I thought it was going to be a big speech fest, but uh, apparently I was wrong. Um, Jimmy G, surprise! I thought he'd have a good game. I didn't rate him very high, but I thought he, had, he would have a decent game given the fact that he's playing Detroit, right? So he's 17-25, 314 yards, a touchdown, and a rating of 124. Okay. But who is Elijah Mitchell? He is the third <laughs> string running back. All right. Uh, he had 19 carries, 104 yards, and a score. His longest run of the day was 38 yards. Well, That's a haul. Who is he? I don't He's some rookie out of some school. going to be a waiver wire, Ed. Right. But I won't because Trey Sermon may come back next week. We don't know. Which is right. We talked about that before. All right. And the only reason why is because Greg sent us all a text today, said, Mostert is hurt. I said, shocking. Okay. Right. Two carries and 20 yards. Uh, Debo, this is, okay, he had nine catches on 12 targets. The next guy was Kittle with five targets. So he had uh, – Debo had nine catches, 189 yards, and a score. Um, if you – next time next time I go to the store, I'm going to look at the milk cartons, and I'm going to look for Brandon Ay- Ayuk because I'll tell you what, he was not listed on the injury list today. He didn't – I don't think he even dressed because he didn't get a target at all. Uh, and thanks to him, he was one of my goose eggs today. Um <laughs> Ter- Yo, yeah, you know, I had minus 10 points on, on defense and two goose eggs. Uh, I got I got to speed this up. Jared, Jared Goff came out of no- nowhere, 338 yards, three three TDs. Jamal Williams, highest rusher on the team, 54 yards and a score. TJ Hawkinson is TJ Hawkinson, got uh, eight catches, 97 yards on 10 targets. And then DeAndre Swift, he wasn't doing anything on, on the ground, but he did it in the air. 
eight catches, 65 yards, and a TD on 11 targets. And uh, Detroit will make it interesting, I'll tell you that much. Indeed. That was a great game, though, nonetheless. Um, it was crazy to see uh, Jared Goff and them really make an effort to get back into it. Um, so a lot of interesting tidbits, like you mentioned. We mentioned the 49ers uh, receiving core. We don't know who it's going to be. It's the same with the running backs. It's show improved game one. Um, so, again, I don't rate them high because I just don't know who the hell to rate each week. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Hi, this is Freddie the Jester from TSS Fantasy. As you know, I am a jokester. And one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my car. If my car is not working properly, I take it to the auto clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. Anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired or I just need general maintenance, I take it directly to the auto clinic where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle, the auto clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, St. Cloud, Florida, 34769. And you can call them at 407-892-8104 to schedule an appointment. You can trust the folks at Auto Clinic that you can trust I'm about to have another snack break. All right, we're back with uh, the breakdown of America's team, the AFC East leading Miami Dolphins, winning 17-16 today. Not not much to not much to talk about not much to talk about fantasy wise. Tua, um, two hundred two yards and a touchdown. Had a pick. Um, also got a rush TD. So uh, and it was a dumb pick at that. I would just say that. Um, Gaskin, pedestrian day, forty nine yards on the ground, twenty seven receiving. Parker, Devontae Parker, you know, he showed up today, 81 yards and showed up when they needed it as well. And Waddle, um, you know, again, he looked good. Four receptions, 61 yards and a touchdown. Um, And again, we talked about on the Patriots side who was going to be the man today. It was Damian uh, Damian Harris, 100 yards on the ground, um, 17 yards receiving. So he had a good day. Mac Jones had a good day. I mean, no, no interceptions, 281 yards and a touchdown. Aguilar, 72 yards for five receptions and a touchdown. Um, James White doing what James White does, six receptions, 49 yards, 12 yards rushing. You know, if you got him in PPR, somebody you could fill in on a bye week. He's always money. Um, Jacoby Myers, he showed up in their receiving court today. So somebody to watch out for, six receptions for 44 yards. Um, so, again, oh, and Johnu Smith, five receptions, 42 um, Hunter Henry, three receptions, 31 yards. That was the breakdown. Not much really to talk about. This was kind of one of those old school 90s kind of back and forth games. Um, you know, thank God the Dolphins pulled it out. Like I said, number one in the AFC East. Hallelujah. Greg, who you got next? Colt, Seattle at Indianapolis. Called us the Carson Wentz comeback. He had a decent game. He had 250 yards passing, two TDs. Jonathan Taylor. He may not have scored the touchdown, but he was active in the passing game. Six receptions, 60 yards, 17 carries with 56 yards. The the main target for Carson Wentz, which surprised me, was Pascal. Two TDs on four catches and 43 yards. Let's keep an eye on that. Where is Michael Pittman? Where are you? Show up. It's your time. So pretty decent game here from Indianapolis, even though they took the L. Now on Seattle side. The man, the MVP, Russell Wilson, right? 254 yards passing, four, four TDs. Two TDs to Tyler Lockett, who have um, two, um, four catches on 100 yards. DK Metcalf still was in the game, four catches and 60 yards. The other touchdown, look out for this tight end. I think he's going to be a sleeper this year. Everett, two catches, 20 yards, and he got the garbage TD. Chris Carson. Active rushing, 16 carries, 91 yards. Also made some noise in the passing game. Pretty decent side on Seattle. Watch Carson Wentz. I'm telling you, this is his comeback season, Nick. I know you are a big fan. I think this is it. I just want to note, if you would have woke up with TSS Fantasy, you would have known about Gerald Everett being a sneaky play today. So somebody better wake up early and listen to Kamish. He got you covered. All right. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. He had more points than OBJ. 
Oh, boy, we're going to let that keep rolling. But guess what? I am still eight points up, and we got five minutes left, and Chicago's got the ball, so I'm just watching that clock dwindle. You're going to be up. You're not going to sleep tonight, bro. No, not. not. I already got my Wawa coffee. I'm already, I already feel like I'm, my heart's bracing. All right, we got to get through the rest. Nick, who you got? All right, uh, I got the exciting game today. I had Cleveland at Kansas City. Uh we had both quarterbacks going over 300 yards. Mahomes was Mahomes. Uh, three, T, three TDs, 337 yards, and Baker being Baker, throwing it all over the field and throwing it to the other team when mm-hmm. it counts. Uh, uh, he was trying to throw. He was trying to throw it away, and he got wrapped up, um, and just threw a pick with a minute left to go in the game, and then they KC got it back and just knelt on the ball. Uh, Chubby and Hunt. Uh, Chubb got two TDs. Hunt got one. He layered into a whole hell of a lot. He had 43 yards on the ground. Who is David Njoku? I haven't seen him in three years. The ghost of David Njoku shows up. 76 yards. uh, (laughs) Three catches on on five targets. That was it. Baker spread the ball around. Uh, He had uh, 21 completions. Tyreek Hill being Tyreek Hill, man. I love 15 targets, 11 receptions, 197 yards, and a TD. The next guy in line for uh, targets was Travis Kelsey with seven. Uh, He had six catches for 76 yards and two two TDs. Uh, That's why Travis Kelsey should have been your number one receiver off the board of any team. Uh, That's it. Kansas City took it. Uh, It was an exciting game, and Baker being Baker. Tight end, but I gotcha. All right. Um, yeah, that was you said Baker Baker definitely, you know, made the crucial mistake in the end when it mattered. And Pat Mahomes, it was funny. I was watching that game, had some vested interest in that game. So I'm watching it, and it's funny watching it looked like in the fourth and third and fourth quarter, it was like, all right, the Chiefs were like, All right, hold on, I got we we got this. Like sit down. You know, it was like the offense was just bloop, 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 bloop. Anytime they wanted it. Go ahead. One thing I just wanted to add. Even though Clive Edwards Hilaire didn't have like a spectacular game, he looked way better than last year. He sure. was more involved in the passing game and he looked better running and cutting the ball. I'm saying that yet, yeah, I may be a little biased to have him on my team, but he looked a lot better than he did last year. He wasn't as spicy. Not as spicy. All right, we got one more to cover. I forgot who has it the Giants and Broncos. Who has that one to cover? I don't, take it, I don't think anyone had that one. Really? Oh, did I mess up and not, and then put and assign that to anyone? All right, well, well we'll do that. We'll do, we can do that one on the fly. All right, so yeah. that one started out as you know one of those. You know, I was like, well, this is going to be a great day for Denver's defense. Um, you know, with the pitch count supposedly Saquon was on. You know, we just didn't work sure what we were going to see. Unfortunately, we talked these Giants uh, up all off season, and they haven't part unfortunately. <laughs> Um, but who did look the part today was Teddy Bridgewater, um, 264 yards, two touchdowns. That really surprised me today. Um, he looked really good. He looked confident out there. Um, he get uh, he had three rushes for 19 yards. Um, in the rushing department, Melvin Gordon, he got it on one really big play, but 11 rushing attempts, 101 yards and a touchdown. Javonta Williams, 14 attempts for 45 yards. Um, in the air, Jerry Judy led the way with six receptions for 72 yards. Noah Fant, six receptions, 62. K.J. Uh, Hamler, three three receptions, 41 yards. Tim Patrick, you know, he's been around a little bit last year. We've heard his name quite often. 39 yards and a touchdown. Melvin Gordon also in the air, 17 yards. You know, a couple other people, yada, yada, yada. Um, on the other side, again, it just it was a big struggle for the Giants offensively. Daniel Jones did put in some work there at the end in garbage time. 267 yards and a touchdown. He ran for 27 yards and a touchdown. Stay quickly, 26 yards today. Big disappointment um, rushing. Um, and he didn't really uh, – he had a one reception today, so not really doing much for you at all. Sterling Shepard had a good day, though. Seven uh, receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Darius Slayton, three receptions, 65 yards. He had seven targets, though, so something to watch out for. Darius Slayton might be that guy to watch out for with that offense. Kenny Galladay, six targets, but four receptions and 64 yards um, on the day as well. So, you know, again, it was kind of pedestrian for the uh, Giants. 
Um, and the Broncos, but again, it was the Broncos defense too. They're a very good defense and coupled with the off wasn't making mistakes. Um, look like a good day for there. Yeah. Nick, what you got? Um, just watching the, the clips here, uh, Hamler dropped the touchdown in the end zone. Um, and, uh, Kadarius Tony had minus two yards on, on two receptions. But the, but the important thing is Jerry Judy was carted off the field. So that's one thing we got to look at. Good. With, no. Um, no. Well, that's why it's a high ankle sprain, and he's going to be out six weeks. Is but, it? Okay. Yes. All right. Dr. Miller's house call tomorrow night. Indeed. Greg, got any uh, final thoughts on that last game? No. Uh, Daniel Jones, I mean, all the hype that you guys put on the Giants this year, same old Giants. I was real shocked. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon's sighting, 70 yards. I was watching the game, and I saw that run, and I was like, wow. Yeah, that was a big run. That was a big run. All right, so fans, we do appreciate you. Um, right now, again, Rams Bears going on, so it's a it's a looks like it's a good decent game. Matt Stafford's having an all right night. Um, we do appreciate you all. Check us out tomorrow. Um, we'll be on Unhinged Radio at eight a.m. We'll be show, featuring this show, um, or you can check us out on our podcast as well on Spotify wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, check us out on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. We got you. Um, we got you early in the morning on Sundays, and uh, of course, we got you all week long. So come check out TSS Fantasy. Follow us on all our social media sites. We appreciate you, and we are out. Do do do. Good job. It's time. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah.